Blog Talk Radio. Back in, which is the safeties and the cornerbacks. I think the linebacking core is pretty solid as well. 
But I like mm-hmm. what I've seen. Obviously, <laughs> you're playing against uh, Landry Jones of, of Pittsburgh. You're not playing against Big Ben. Oh, Finn my and, God, he was horrible. You know, um, He's horrible. Le'Veon Le- 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 <laughs> Bell's not there and Brown's not there. So, I mean, it's really hard to, hard to assess, you know, exactly against, you know, Pittsburgh's full cast of characters. But at the same time, I was still encouraged. I thought the defense would be pretty good, and I think they're going to be um, pretty solid this year. Well, I'll tell you what, man. You guys will get a full crack at us week three, I believe. So uh, <laughs> it'll be fun then. But, yeah, <laughs> to your Landry Jones point, God help us if Big Ben goes down again because four interceptions in the first half. I mean, I know you guys made a couple of great players in the ball in the red zone, but he's horrible. Let's just yeah. <laughs> Landry Jones is horrible. But, uh, yeah. anyway, I, I, we um, – the, 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 I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. No, I was going to say the receivers didn't kind of help him out, especially on that one pick with uh, Nolan Carroll. I mean, it was supposed to be a little hook route. I mean, he just kind of jumped in front of him, but they, he's got to come back and try to knock the ball down. So, I mean, the, the receivers didn't kind of help him. And then one of the picks, you know, uh, one of the rookies kind of came around the end and kind of smacked him on his blind side. So, I mean, two of those picks, I mean, you know. But the other ones, it was unexcusable. I mean, it just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He, he Like I said, he stinks. Uh, but anyway, uh, we actually had technical difficulties when you were breaking down the draft, which you were on a roll, man. You were on a mad roll. And then Murphy's Law happened. So we'll just bring it back to to your thoughts on the draft so you can be careful the audience out there, like your feelings on the draft, because you're really, again, you were on a roll. Then fate just stopped you. So continue on with your thoughts on, on, on the uh, April's draft yeah. and uh, how you see things shaking around with the draft class so far. Yeah, I, I think the draft class was a, a pretty good draft class. Obviously, we gave up a lot to get Carson Wentz, and I'll, like, like I said, yep. we'll come back to him probably in a little bit. But I, I think that you, you almost had to go up and, and, and grab him. I, I actually, I actually had him grade a little bit higher uh, than Golf, just because I think that Golf is, uh, you know, he he doesn't do a lot. Uh, with the office, he doesn't call plays and change protection. He's more kind of a you know read here, throw here kind of one you know uh, you know one read kind of a quarterback. Whereas Carson Wentz, he did a lot of you know change of plays at the line, you know change of protection. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff that he's doing now, he's already kind of done. Obviously on a smaller scale, right. but at the same time, you can't really put a put a you know uh, put a premium on a quarterback that can actually you know change plays at the line. So I mean, I think he's a little bit further along than you know, golf at this point. But like I said, I, I think uh, he'll be fine. But I like I like it to, you know, us drafting Donovan McNabb and actually having uh, Peterson as the quarterback back in 99 with Andy Reid, that draft, we drafted, number, uh, drafted McNabb number two. So I think they're going to try to bring him along slowly, which is which is great. Uh, you don't have to play him this year. You still have Bradford and you have Chase Daniels, who's a, who's a viable back. But I thought he played pretty good in that Pittsburgh game as well. Kind of marching in the uh, yes, marching down the field. Obviously, he knows he knows the offense from Kansas City, which is why they brought him in. Uh, just in case, um, you know, Sam Badford uh, gets hurt. But, uh, you know, I think I think that um, I, I think that the the Carson Wentz pick. Like I said, we gave up a lot to get him, but at the same time, when you when you get a quarterback, you got to go get him, man. You gotta you can always fill in like you know get a running back in the fifth or sixth round or receiver in the third or yeah. second round or you know you can always get other players, but when you got a quarterback, you can't really find too many quarterbacks after the first round. You know, as far as you know, a, a top-rated quarterback. Obviously, you can find some diamonds in the rough. You know, Tom Brady's the exception to the rule, obviously. But um, yes, he is. you know, when you got a chance to get a, a chipper quarterback, you got to go get him. 
Um, but also, like I said, I, I do like uh, they did draft a couple of linemen. Uh, one guy out of Ohio, I mean, uh, Oregon State, another guy out of TCU, uh, which I think will probably make the team. And since uh, Lane Johnson, obviously, the PED ruling is supposed to come down at the end of this week, we're not really sure if yeah. he's going to be missing 10 games or, you know, so um, it was good to kind of draft a couple linemen. Now, granted, we did uh, trade a lineman to Tennessee last week for um, Dural Beckham Green. Uh, but at the same time, I think we have a little bit of depth at the line with Peters and uh, obviously mm-hmm. uh, Kelsey and some of the other guys on the line, uh, some backups that can kind of slide in. So I think there was depth there, but at the same time, we didn't really draft any receivers. We do have a couple of receivers that I did. I like um, Turner uh, from LSU, man. He had a one-handed catch against Pittsburgh and he seems to be standing out as far as the receivers go um, yeah. you know, as far as uh, on the Eagles team right now. But uh, I, I did like a little bit what I saw of him in the pre um, in the Pittsburgh game, and he's I think he's probably leading receivers and catches right now. So he's a a free agent that they picked nice. up and everything. So he's looking pretty good. Uh, but I mean, ultimately, man, uh, the the draft was pretty solid. It was really based around uh, Wentz. So really not going to see how it folds out until you know he obviously starts to play, which I don't really think is going to be this year. If he does play this year, we're out of the playoff race, and they're just trying to get him some reps for next year. So. Uh, but I, I think we have a pretty pretty veteran team. Uh, there's not too many holes to fill. One one guy that I kind of want to take a look at, but I haven't seen him yet, is Wendell Smallwood from West Virginia. He's kind of a um, a bigger back, but he's had some hamstring sure. issues. Hopefully he'll play this, this Saturday against the Colts. Uh, but I haven't had a chance to check him out. So I think him and um, uh, what's his name from um, uh, what's his name from uh, or Oregon? You know, one of uh, Chip Kelly's. Um, running backs, uh, Kenyon yeah, Barner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be kind of, you know, fighting for that third slot behind uh, Sproles and also Ryan Matthews. But I'm really anxious to kind of see what he looks like because they said he's it's kind of big. He was playing good in um, spring ball, but obviously they didn't have pads on. So I want to kind of see what it looks like in the game. But it looks they said it looks pretty shifty and he can catch the ball out the backfield. So, yeah. but like I said, all in all, you know, the, the draft picks that we had, we didn't have as much, uh, but at the same time, uh, we they took a, they took some chances this year, and, and one of the reasons why they took some chances was because, obviously, we traded away to farm just to get uh, Carson Wentz, but, you know, Blake counts us from all of Barn. I've been hearing some good things, and also Jalen Mills. Um, they, obviously, they have some uh, some black marks as far as them being in college and getting into trouble, but at the same time, six, uh, seventh round pick. Hey, I mean, you can gamble at that point. If it pans out, it pans right. out. If it doesn't, you really didn't lose too much. So, but I, right. I, I like the draft. I think they did a really good job of you know picking talent. Um, normally, you know, they wouldn't pick one with much red flag on a Chip Kelly, but since Rosen um, is back in the fold, he's actually taking some chances on talent to try to see if it uh, it wins out and. You know, ultimately right now they're doing the, they're doing the right things, they're saying the right things, and they haven't gotten any trouble, and that's all you can ask for at this point. There you go. Hopefully, common sense will just the end of the day. Speaking of Sam, you, you like you mentioned <laughs> Sam Baffert earlier. Um, like 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 some Eagles fans I know, they refer to him as porcelain ass because he's always getting hurt, and so. <laughs> I was just thinking, man, I know that Carson Wentz is kind of on the mend right now. Uh, I don't know if he's if that, like the timetable on, on, on his health, but I'm just thinking, man, like um, what if, like, you, know, you know, I know Chase Daniels is very serviceable. 
Right. Outside of like Wentz, like what what's what's going to happen? Like if you have to rely on Sam Bathford for the, for the majority of the season. I mean, keep in mind this is the same cat who whined about them drafting Wentz, and I understand the the competitive fight, everything. I'm like, dude, you spent most of your career hurt. You had a so-so season last year in Philly. You signed a contract knowing damn good and well that you may not be the man when the next coach steps in after Kelly's ass was fired. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, Bafford just had a bad look, so to speak. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's funny that you say that, though, Scott, because I was watching the hard knocks um, with the Rams, and, you know, Case Keenum is a total opposite. Like, he's a starter. He came in like, listen, he's got to basically take this job from me. And the the thing I don't like about, you know, Sam Badford is that, you know, for that that point, like, it's competition. You should want someone behind you pushing you to make you better. It's almost like he felt mm-hmm. like he's entitled, you know, to the job just because, obviously, he's the number one pick. And obviously got a $70 million contract, you know, when he signed one of the last, you know, richest rookie contracts. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, he, did, he didn't play bad last year, but it's just like right. he didn't play great. It, it's like yeah. the great quarterbacks yeah, separate themselves by making the plays when you need them. And he made a lot of useless plays. I mean, there's some plays he did making against <laughs> Dallas in overtime when he hit, you know, Matthews and he scored a touchdown. But at the same time, man, like you playing against Washington – we're at home, you know, we got to win that game. Like, you got to play better than that. And it's not like right. the line that is poor. Um, yeah, I mean, the line is pretty solid. I mean, they got some, we got some veterans on our line. You know, the running game was pretty solid. But at the same time, I th- I'll be honest with you, I don't think the offense fit him because a lot of the stuff that they were trying to do is like, okay, are you kidding me? You're not going to run the actual, you know, put it in the belly and try to, you know <laughs> – and run it, you know, so everyone right. knew he was not going to run the ball. So the offense, I don't think, kind of fit him. I think he's very accurate, though. Like He completed 65% of his pass, which tells you, hey, he's accurate. So I think yeah. that Peterson is going to put him in position to make those plays. At the same time, I was watching the Pittsburgh game, and he just wasn't, he wasn't putting the ball where it was supposed to be. And granted, you know, the receivers aren't the best. They're not getting open, and you know, I, I I agree that hey, he doesn't have his best his number one receiver right now, uh, but at the same time, it just the offense looked it didn't look good even against the Pittsburgh backups. They still were having trouble moving the ball. Even though, like I said, it's the the offense is pretty vanilla, but at the same time, it's just looking at his composure, looking at his pocket presence. I mean, he had all day, but it just you just don't see the confidence there. And I think that's the main yeah. thing that I took from when he he was pouting and he was on hiatus for a while, and he didn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> he was pretty much just sulking. And you can't, if you're the starting quarterback, you can't be like that. You're the starter. I mean, right. people you, look to you, you for leadership. leadership. And, er- right. and er- yeah, and everybody else, else on the team is fighting for their position. So, I mean, what makes you any different? But in the game, he's a quarterback, prima donna. He may have felt like, hey, he's entitled to it. But at the same time, man, this, this is Philadelphia, man. You didn't, you didn't make the Pro Bowl last year. You didn't throw for 35 right. touchdowns. You didn't throw for 4,000 yards. Okay, you didn't throw for 4,000 yards. You almost threw for 4,000. <laughs> but you didn't throw for 4,000 yards. So, I mean, he threw 14 interceptions. That's a lot of picks. 19 touchdowns, 14 yeah. interceptions. I mean, that's not great. So, I mean, yeah. of course they're going to have someone come in and push you. Chase Daniels is pushing you and Carson Wentz. And I, like I said, I like Carson Wentz. 
The only thing I didn't like about it in the first game, which is why he got hurt, why do you have your franchise quarterback playing with the third offensive line? Me and my brother were talking about it. Why is he playing with the, <laughs> with the guys trying to make the team? Wow. But my brother's like, wow. hey, well, you would think the guys that's trying to make the team would try to protect him. Like, hey, I protected the, the franchise. But, I mean, the, the other guys on the other, other side, they're third round, they're third string, too. They're trying to make the team. So, I mean, I don't right. think they put him in a good situation to be successful. They got him hurt pretty much because he was getting killed back mm-hmm. then because the, lineman, the yeah. line wasn't walking. So, you know, I think that's kind of on the Eagles a little bit. But that just tells me that they know he's not ready. They know he's not going to play this year. And they want to try to, you know, put him in a situation where he has to, you know, compete and he has to start at the bottom, which is good. That, that'll humble you. He, mm-hmm. And I think he's already a humble kid. I think he's a very smart yeah, kid. Yeah. He's sharp. And I think he's going to be pretty He's going to be pretty great. But this is going to take some time. And time is what we have at this point. We're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. We'll get to that a little bit later. But at the same time, we'll win some games, but we're not going to win the Super Bowl. So why throw him out there? Why let him get beat up? Why let his confidence get down? Try to let his confidence grow and, and kind of bring him along slowly like the dip down McNabb. Five NFC Championship games. I mean, you know. Can't ask for anything else. Yep. All you can ask for is a chance. That's <laughs> all you can ask yep. for. So, you know. And at least uh, one thing Carson Wentz had going for him, he didn't get booed at the draft. So <laughs> he has that in his back oh, pocket. But to your point, man, but, but third you know stringers. Though? You know what was weird? Yep. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, Scott. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. But you know what was pretty no, no, weird, okay. though? Okay. Like, when he came in the game when he came in the game against Tampa Bay and everybody stood up and started cheering, that's got to make Sam Baffert feel some kind of way. Like, they, you, yeah. you know you're on the way out. Like, they're <laughs> cheering him on. And you came in the game, they didn't say anything. And it's like, you better be glad they didn't boo you. <laughs> so, you know. Right. Uh, I thought right. that was kind of funny. So, so, memo to other quarterbacks out there, shut the hell up and compete. Period. End of discussion. Um but yeah, I was thinking about yeah. his third string. When you said about the third stringers, they are they do realize the Eagles front front office. They and coaching staff, they do realize that they're the third string for a reason. <laughs> so you don't want to put your franchise <laughs> behind third stringers. But anyway, that's not a here nor there. Let's just I'll get you out. Uh, I'll get you out of here on this, brother. I know. I mean, even though things seemed so bad last year, you guys finished seven and nine. Which ain't which ain't horrible. It's 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 kind of like uh, boober, not not rain, but coming to America, good and terrible. Uh, but um, you know, I'm just I'm just looking at your schedule this year, this season. I mean, you guys get the NFC North, and you guys get looks like you guys get the NFC North as well. So you guys get the black and blue, the both black and blue divisions. So with that in mind, like. Um, you know, I said, you know, again, you guys had with all the turmoil you had last year, you guys finished seven and nine. So, do you think, do you think there'll be room for improvement this season? I, I'm pretty sure you had the chance to look at the schedule at least ten times. So, um, what is your put up a shut up take of of like uh, uh, predictive record for this coming season for your beloved Eagles? Man, it is brutal, Scott. I, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I was, yeah. you know, I was trying to find some wins, man, but it is, it is bad for the simple fact that I mean, you got Minnesota, you got Green Bay, you got Seattle, you got the Bengals. Baltimore's gonna be better because Flacco's back, and you got Pittsburgh. The Lions destroyed us on Thanksgiving last year. I think that's a payback game. I think we're gonna go in there and win that. They got no Megatron. I think we'll win that game, but. I'm I'm just not too confident, man. I'm I'm honest with you, man. I, I'm I'm look I'm looking at five and eleven. 
or six and ten. Man, mm. I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to win some of these big games. Well, I just don't think that we match up offensively against the deep, like Seattle. Their defense is solid. Vikings, solid defense. Bengals, solid defense. Packers, Jordy Nelson's back. Now the secondary plays better. I think we're in the game, but we just I have I watching the Seattle play watching us play Seattle last couple of years. We just don't match up physically. Now it could be the mentality. It could be that Peterson, and I think one thing that Peterson is going to do, I'll tell you this, man, I think we'll be in a lot mm-hmm. of close games just for the simple fact that we're going to run the ball, we're going to hold on to the ball, or we're not going to turn the ball over. Well, he's going to ask him not to turn the ball over. But, you know, right. I, I think we're going to lose a lot of close games, but it's going to set us up for the following year to be better and win those games. Because, I mean, it's his first year sure. here, and I think he has that Andy recipe where, hey, you run the ball, you got a good – it starts up front. Good offensive line, yes. good defensive line, it's going to give you a chance. Exactly. you got to put pressure, and you exactly. got to be able to stop pressure. So I think those two things will be fine, especially if we can keep Lane Johnson. If he doesn't get suspended, I might say 9-7, and seven, just for the simple fact that that hmm. offensive line is going to be solid. We're going to run the ball downhill, which people aren't used to us doing. So and hmm. you got to look at the in, in, in division. I think we'll beat the Giants twice. I think we'll split with the Cowboys, and we'll probably split with the Redskins. So I think we'll go four mm-hmm. and two in division. You got to win your division. So I think doing that, the Divas alone is going to keep us in those games. Whereas in the last couple of years, we just didn't have a chance because we couldn't stop Washington, the tight end Reed, and we couldn't stop, you know, Des Bryant. So I mean, I think those are two things that, if you double Des Bryant and you, you know, obviously you can't double Reed because you got Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon on the outside, and then you got the Dotson guy from TCU, which is going to be. Washington is going to be tough. I'm just – they're going to be really tough. So, yeah. at the same time, like I said, I, I think that with us, it depends on the front four on the defensive side and as well as on the offensive side. If we can get Lane Johnson there – if we don't have Lane Johnson, we're going 5-11, and 6-10. and 10. But if we get Lane Johnson, I think we could compete 9-7, and 8-8 eight and eight or something like that if they could win our division just for the simple fact that the Giants are going to suck, Redskins will still be the same, <laughs> and then the Cowboys have gotten better because – I mean, Romo, he's not going to throw the ball a lot. He's going to pick and choose. He's going to play action to death because they got the guy from Ohio State, the running back, which I was oh, man, it's not want them to draft him. But they're going – yes, they are going to pound, pound, pound. But at the same time, the Eagles' defensive line always plays good against the Cowboys. Even when DeMarco Murray was there, we shut DeMarco Murray down because our front four was physical and we just pretty much bullied the Cowboys off of the line. But, again, they're a little bit more, more mature now. I think they've gotten a little older. Obviously, they've gotten a little bit richer, too, because they've, they've signed a couple contracts in the offseason. But I like I like <laughs> Benny Logan, and I like Cox's chances against their interior. Uh, but their exterior, you know, um, you know, the guy from USC, their, their tackle, uh, he's pretty he's pretty solid. But like I said, I, I think it depends on Lane Johnson. If our, <clears throat> if our offensive line is there, we picked up um, Brooks um, from um, Texas. So I think our interior is going to be better this year. We're going to be able to maul and kind of push the line back and run the ball downhill, which is what Peterson wants to do to set up the play action. With our tight ends, we're going to right. do a lot of three tight end sets with Selick and, um, oh, man, Burke and uh, Ertz. And I think Ertz, like I said, he's got, to, he's got to do something this year. I mean, he got a new contract, and everybody's waiting for him to break out. He's tired of hearing it. He's got to do something, man. But I think, I think Doug Peterson, his play calling, along with doing a lot more screen plays, because a lot of people like to blitz us. I think he's going to scream people to death, and I think that the offense will be better 
and I think the defense is definitely going to be better. So I think it's going to be a lot of close games. But man, this this schedule is brutal. I, I, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna say seventy nine. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seventy nine, man. Just for the simple fact mm-hmm. that you got the man, you got the Seahawks, Packers, Bengals. Those are back to back games at Seattle. At Seattle. Um, got Green Bay at home. Then you're going to the Bengals. Then you got the Redskins. Go to Redskins. Then you got the Ravens at home. I mean. That is just – that's brutal right there. Then you got the Steelers, Lions, Redskins, Vikings. Then you go to the Cowboys. I mean, it's it's brutal. So – but you got to win some of those games. You don't know injuries and everything. So, right. I, I, I know I'm fluctuating. I'm, I'm fluctuating between five to nine. Five to nine wins. Is, it, it's nothing less than five wins. I think we'll get at least five wins. But it just depends on the Redskins, man. I think if they are for real, if they continue what they did last year – and get better with Kirk Cousins. I don't. I'm just not sold on Kirk Cousins. I don't think that Kirk Cousins is elite. I think he's, he's a product one. of the, the system. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a product of right. the system. But at the same time, man, <laughs> if you get hits on him, like Carolina got hits on him, he threw picks. He he gives you the ball away. So I think if we we get mm-hmm. pressure and our backs our back end plays the way that they're supposed to play. I think they'll be fine, man. I think I think we can win. We got to win a division. If you win a division about eight and eight or nine and seven. I think you get in the playoffs, you just roll the dice at that point. But I don't foresee us winning the Super Bowl just because the Carolina is so good, and you got the Seahawks, and you got the Packers with Jordy Nelson, and I ain't even talk about Arizona. So I mean, you got a lot right. of you got a lot of um, veteran teams there that just are not ready to kind of you know roll over at the end. And Vikings, the Vikings should have beat Seattle last year. So and then I watched them in preseason; they looked yeah, even better sure. this year. With, <laughs> and Brid- Bridgewater didn't even play. And then, you know, so yeah. man, the NFC is just tough. Man. It's it's, it's, it's tough, man. So, but I'm going nine and seven. What, I'm going man. nine and seven. I got good news. Two pieces of good news this week because I'm all about the posse. You're my boy, so I got I got <laughs> I got to pick you up a little bit. Um, good news number one: you play in the NFC East. This is not the same NFC East when yeah. it was like what, the best division in football year in and year out. Nine wins will probably win a division for you. That's the good news. This is good news number two. You play Cleveland week one. <laughs> if you lose to Cleveland week <laughs> one at home, you might as well pack in the season. <laughs> okay? I don't see RG3 <laughs> and his brittle ass coming into town with Cleveland and beating you guys. I just don't see it happening. And you guys get Chicago next, even though that shows you feel, but I just, like Chicago, I just, they, 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 I mean, they just don't do it for me. But as you alluded to earlier, yeah. the bad news is you play the AFC and NFC North Division. That's 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 that's, that's just yeah. <laughs> they didn't give you guys yeah. any favors, man. They didn't do you guys any favors <laughs> at all. But you know, hey, but, uh, it couldn't get any worse than last year. I think you guys are in good hands with Peterson. I think that you know him coming from the Andy Reid tree, no less. How that's how's that for better irony? Will allow you guys to get back to what y'all do best. Utilizing your talented running backs, both Sproles and Matthews, and just running the ball, just toting the rock. You don't need to put the ball in the air like fifty times. Don't need Sam Baffert's blue ass running around the field like Chip Chip Charlie tried to do. But I think you guys will be fine. And I do like Swartz as a defensive coordinator. Don't like him as a head coach. But I do love him as a defensive coordinator, and I think the fruits will be bearing good, like with bear so this season, and and they'll carry it to next season. So I don't see no less no no less than seven wins for you guys. To be honest with you, 
it wouldn't surprise me if y'all finished eight and eight. I know it sounds mediocre and everything, but again, you guys play in the NFC East. And like I said, if you guys be as long as you guys don't lose to Cleveland week one at home, you guys will be okay. I think you guys will be okay. It won't be too bad, it won't be as bad as last year. But I, I think you guys will be better. And to your point, it's going to be a little bit of, of a journey to get to that next step, especially if one starts coming around, once once one starts get acclimated and use the skill set because dude is talented. I, I've seen him play at North Dakota State several times last year. He gets it. He's very humble. Okay. He works hard. He's hungry. He's a damn good leader. So I think in the long run, you guys will be fine. Yeah. It's just I think this season uh, – It'll be more of a kind of a stepping stone, if you will. It'll be like a glimpse of the future. But, I, but again, I think you guys will win at least seven games. You're, I think you're going to be right about that. I, I, I see kind of eight and eight in the future. So, I don't know how that makes you feel, but that's kind of how I see things. Yeah. And, yeah. And how was it you trying to do? Yeah, but you know what, man? That, that Browns, man, you can't count, man. I know RG3 brutal and everything, but – Man, Hugh Jackson, man, he's a really, really good coach, man. I think he's changed the culture. I think they're being, they're gonna, I think they're gonna be a lot better than people give them credit for. My brother brought it up to me too. He's like, man, you gotta think about it. He went eight and eight with the Raiders, you know, when they were like bad. And I was like, dang, he right. did. But and he should have kept that job. But he was a little arrogant about, hey, you know, I did this and I did that. But like I said, I think the Browns. I don't want to say they have more talent. Um, but at the same time, man, I think that they have some – obviously, RG3, I mean, he's got to be like the RG3 of old for them to make the playoffs or something like that. But at the same time, and I think that they're going to be better than people think because – and I was telling somebody at work this. I was like, listen, man, who's the last good Browns quarterback they had? Who's, who's the – I mean, Vinny Testaverde? I mean, Bo- Bernie Kosar? <laughs> You I mean, who's their last great quarterback? Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking about it at work. Seriously, I was like, think about it. They've had, a whole, they've had, and every 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 guy that, that my friend named, I was like, he's like Brady Quinn, um, Manziel. He just named him like, out of the league, out of the league, out of the league. <laughs> They're not even in the league anymore. <laughs> yeah, so Keller it's Hulson like, I, I think they could. He did. Well, that Butch Butch Davis was there from um you know Miami. I yeah, think yeah, was, was the coach there. That was two, yeah, I think it was two thousand two. Oh, oh, long ago. That and we had they had um Tim they had Tim Couch. Yeah, that was Tim. I mean, had Tim Couch. I mean, they drafted you know the same year that um McNabb got drafted for the Eagles. So I mean, and that's what I'm saying, man. If they they've always been there, they just need a, they they need a quarterback. And Hugh Jackson's a really good quarterbacks coach, and I think. If he can limit RG3 not throwing, making dumb mistakes, like throwing the ball to the other team, I think that they're going to be in games, and I think they're going to be fine. But another thing, the Steelers, you got to think, Le'Veon Bell got suspended three games. He's not playing against the Eagles. (laughs) So I just thought about (laughs) that. So, I mean, obviously they're going to have Brown and they'll have Williams, but they ain't going to have Le'Veon that third game. He won't come back to week four. So, you know, we we, we might be able to sneak that one in there. Yeah, but trust me, so, I'm a Steelers fan who lives in Cincinnati. They're still Cleveland <laughs> until proven otherwise. So, I feel you. But you know what? I, I, yeah. No, I was gonna say I am. I am rooting for them though, because I know my brother was telling me they got a, and then they got all African American coaching staff. So that's something that that's true. you know you want to give people an opportunity. So if they if they do well, 
then obviously that's going to open up a lot of jobs for everybody on their staff. So I really am rooting for Good them. Point. This is not week one, but I am I'm, I'm rooting for them to to be successful <laughs> to let everybody know that hey we do deserve more opportunities to run organizations or you know run you know offensive coordinators, even the coordinator coaching. And obviously in the front office as well. So I, I like I said, I really am rooting for them, but at the same time, just not week one. <laughs> well said, brother. Well said on that last point. Uh, so they, because I think I saw an article was on. I don't know if I remember it was on the it or not, but they call Cleveland blackest mm-hmm. organization in the NFL right now. You know because you know they have the coaching staff and they have a, a brother who's a general manager, I think, and uh, also. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He came for baseball. Uh, I forget his name, but he's a Moneyball guy, and so they're diversifying the staff. And you know, they try to shake things up. But I didn't realize it to like to that point. But good point there. Well said. And you know, if they want Cleveland, I, I root for them too. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. But anyway, hey man, this I, was fun. No Murphy's Law. Uh, like no Murphy's Law occurrences, anything like that. So it was great. It was awesome. Let's do it again during the regular season, pal. Thank you very much. Absolutely, man. I, like I said, I appreciate you uh, second year in a row, man. Hopefully we can keep it going and it obviously grow into something bigger. But uh, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to, to talk about my team and, you know, just kind of express my opinions. And, you know, it's, it's been it's been fun, man. It's been cool, man. I appreciate it, though. Oh, no worries. And My also, pleasure. man, the, the, the intro. The season. Yeah, the, the intro music, man. You got to keep it going, man. I love that intro, bro. Both intros. <laughs> you got to keep it going, man. Hey, I try to bring back old school. People don't. Pop, people so, don't. You know. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got. I got to bring bring it back because we need old real hip hop infusion back into the music genre, back into the culture. We will bring it back. Absolutely. Bring it back. So we're going to do that. I will do that every stinking week. So I'm going to keep it going. Thanks for the encouraging work. Take care, brother. All right, that's what man William Palmer breaking down his beloved Eagles. Probably talk to him about his Penn State Mutiny Lions uh, some, some, like sometime during the upcoming season, college football season as well. But that was fun. I hope you all enjoyed it too. But anyway, let me wrap this up. This is Scott Burks, 06 with the Clown Hour. Good night, y'all. <laughs>